It is so well defined what we have to do today. We got to go to work. We got to do. Hey, everybody. Uh, Time for another NFL in London podcast. It's a London game. Wade and Ryan are here. Um, it's here. It's week four. Here. It's already started, man. It's already started. Well, the London games, which means we're one week closer to the Buffalo Bills game. To the Buffalo London, Bills so. coming. Isn't that more exciting? It's very exciting. I got to be honest, though, man. I've been around Central London. I have not seen anything that would show that the NFL is here. I haven't seen anything. Well, they don't usually do it the first game. It's usually like sandwiched in between the second and the third, where they do the big Regent Street. Yeah, uh, I mean, thing. there's nothing There's nothing in Central London. I mean, every I see more things for the Rugby World Cup. Uh, than I do for for anything, so yeah, well, it's a bit weird, you know. But uh, we get the game; everyone's sort of excited. Um, yeah, Atlanta—they're two and one. Uh, they're facing a Jacksonville team who's one and two. And what's going? What's going on with Jacksonville? Uh, what's going on with Jacksonville? Well, what is going on with Jacksonville? exactly? I don't know question. what the hell's going on with them. Uh, what's going on with the running game? What's going on with the passing game? What's going on with their defense? And uh, the fact is, you know, they just look limp, and they got beat up. They got beat up last week. Now they're facing yeah. an Atlanta team. I mean, let's be honest. The London games, you and I have known enough about these that they are very low scoring. Yeah. <laughs> and they're not very exciting. Uh, because they're, a lot of guys, it's a bad. lot of discombobulation of being here. Uh, you know, new field, new everything. And, um, you know, it, it's just, it's a game of field goals usually. Well, I think, yeah, there's only been like one or two overs probably in the yeah. last like 10 years of them. And they are, well, they're also really low scoring games because they're terrible games. Yeah. Like, uh, let's not forget that usually it's the limpest of the offenses going against each other. Yeah. So, again, and you have kind of a bit of that going on, even though you have Trevor Lawrence, who you got to give Jacksonville the, the, advantage you know they actually play well here it's one yeah. of urban meyer's only victories was <laughs> in london yeah so his he'll, he'll always be a legend in london urban meyer he may be yeah. uh he may he may be canceled in america but not in london a legend he's doing well in college um, circuit but yeah yeah but so again jacksonville's like even though they have moved the ball but it's like they've had weird plays like they had a fullback return a kick for a touchdown yeah like pick sixes fumbles they've just been sloppy is what they've been and again a lot of times we have to remember it's still week three like the team in september four the team now. In november well yeah week four but i mean yeah. the team in, in a couple months this is kind of the first three have to be the feel out games and this is where you have to now kind of put your foot down and start showing who the team you're going to be is Mm-hmm. So I I think this is the perfect spot for Jacksonville. They're used to this. They've done this a bunch of times. Uh, they they actually win here. They actually probably have more fans here than they do in Jacksonville. Probably half the yeah. time <laughs> when when they come. And the fact that they know they're going to be here for two weeks, I think probably just relaxes them. So they don't want to be like, oh, what's happening? Like we have to leave right away. They're going to be chilling here for two weeks to have uh, an advantage next week against my Bills, but. Either side, but I think this is the time the step where Jacksonville takes that next step and starts playing better. So I'm going to go Jacksonville. I can't bet on Ritter. I just I haven't seen it, and um, I just need to see this offense move. I think they just got to either commit and just go full Bijan all the time, just give yeah. it to him nonstop because, or because the passing game is just not working. Again, I think they need a second weapon because like. Drake London's a one, but who's the the two's not not yeah. dynamic like, like many teams to be honest with you. They just lack that second option, but they have Kyle Pitts, but they just refuse to utilize him. And I don't know if it's like a coaching thing, a scheme thing, but you drafted this guy fourth overall. Like, like let him run. 
find some ways to get him the ball. If he's as dynamic as we all think he can be, get him. We got to just force feed it sometimes. And and I think Ritter's got what Ritter has to do is either just go for it or he's just going to lose his job by being average. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you know you're going to lose your job in a couple of weeks, like start slinging it because it's your only hope right now. If he keeps playing check down football, he will be benched. Yeah, I mean, it so. was interesting that when they lost against Detroit because they barely even gave the ball to, to Algier and Robinson. And you sort of go, okay, wasn't that what you guys are going to do? Yeah. Now you're facing a team and a Jacksonville team who actually has a really good run stop. So yeah. you're going to run right into them and you're going to stop it. I, I The problem also when you look at that the, the Jacksonville game last week, the loss, is they were just dropping balls. There was no yeah. – just you, they, did, they didn't even look like they were playing – like they, they were thinking – what the hell were you thinking? Like they, they weren't even thinking. They were dropping the balls. It was just mistake after mistake. And you go, this is not how you could d- d- really put it together. I mean, their Jacksonville, their offensive line has been, or sorry, the defensive line has good for been good at stopping the run. Um, and I don't know because also you've had like the Jacksonville secondary. I mean, CJ CJ Stroud looked like a, a damn superhero when he was playing against them. Yeah. Um, I mean, again, this is going to be something. I think the running game. I mean, you, you'd think ATN would have a good game, but again, the the Jacksonville or sorry, the Falcons have a pretty good stop. Um, in terms of it, so man, I'm back and forth in this one. I mean, man, Jacksonville's just... not a run team. Like ETN is more dangerous as a receiver. Like they yeah. should be just this team that just slings it. You know, they do have weapons. They got Kirk, Ridley, Evan Ingram had a good year. Like and ETN, like this should be working. It should, but and, their offensive line is not... also. I mean, if they've got like what they're saying, they've got one guy already down. If Anton Harrison's down as well, you got two offensive linemen out. Who's going to protect them? You got you got nothing. Yeah. And I mean, Atlanta has enough of a defense to cause problems when you're down and you're playing, you know, third string or second string uh, offensive linemen. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm sort of torn in this one. Um, what did you did you have your score? I'm good. No, no, I'm going to go 24-17 for the Jags. Okay. Um, I just think. They 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 have a good record in London. It's their home team. Yeah. They feel good, and I don't. The fact that they've done it, I'm gonna go first. Of all, I'm gonna pick the better quarterback, and I'm gonna go with the one who's never had to come to London. Yeah, to lose. like Trevor. They have all the advantages here. Um, it's just if Bijan could be that game changer, that 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 thing that just basically keeps Trevor Lawrence off the field is the only way they're gonna win. Yeah, and I, I mean, don't think it, they're it, gonna it, win if they put it in Ritter's hands. It's going to be a difficult. Yeah, I think it's going to be a lot of run. I think it's going to be a hell of a lot of punts because, you know, that's one thing that these two defenses have is their ability to stop the run. And that's all these teams really have. I mean, if Trevor Lawrence is stuck behind this offensive line and he's not able to dish the ball out, it's going to be a a run, run, punt kind of game. Uh, I've got it Jacksonville winning by four, 18 to 14. Um, (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised if this is a baseball score. Uh, I could see it being, you know, a 10-6 kind of game. Oh, um, God, let's hope not. I like a good two thirty game. It's nice, so yeah. I'm, I'm gonna be definitely watch. I also like to bet the early game because if you get that, if you get that first win in early, yeah. you're not drunk when nice you're betting. Yeah. By, six, yeah. by six o'clock, you're like, hey, I'm already one up. I only need now yeah. like two more things. Let it ride. Of, Let it roll on the nine o'clock games. So yeah, so I'm gonna definitely probably do a little bet, a little cheeky uh, Jacksonville minus three. I will be doing some betting as well. It's it's nice to have in that London game. I think it's on ITV as well as what they're saying. So for anyone who's looking to watch it uh, and not get stuck without uh, watching it on the on the pass of the game, or sorry, we can't. It's the zone now. Well, I think uh, it's on the zone. Yeah, it's I'm sure it's on the zone. Uh, it sure is, it is. 
uh, it's we'll have to see. I don't know if they block this stuff, but uh, big game, big game that Ryan's excited for. This is the game. I think this game is on Sky. Uh, it is the Miami Dolphins three and out, throwing up a seventy <laughs> points last week, taking on a Buffalo Bills team who's two and one. Buffalo is at home. They're two and a half point favorites with a fifty three and a half point over under. Now, obviously, when we look at this and we talked about it last the last episode, obviously, how is Miami? You know, seen as the uh, underdog here when they when they just put up a big victory. But it, obviously, we're looking at how Buffalo has been playing at home, uh, and uh, the, you know now the defense at Miami hasn't really faced a full solid defense like the Buffalo defense. Your team is at home. How do you like it against this Miami team who is high flying at the moment? Well, first the Sky game is um, Bears. Come Broncos. on, is it? <laughs> obviously gonna, it's that's i was gonna say because uh, i don't really pay attention to that stuff but no. um no it's not it's i'm almost turd, certain it's bills. I'm, almost certain, I'm almost certain it's bills Dolphins. i'm, I'm pretty sure, sure yeah uh it, it probably it'd be, it'd be they're horrendous they're horrendous games at six so yeah yeah so um this is interesting well this is interesting for so many levels first of all, like you have the the basically the top one and two offenses in the league the two top scoring the top two differential and even mm-hmm. though Miami puts up 70, Buffalo's only three points less than them, differential, like 59 to 56. Mm-hmm. There's also, I saw this on Twitter, so I don't necessarily know if it's true, and it, I don't fact check the, yeah. the meme I saw. But I think it's teams after scoring 60 points the next week are 0-7 against the spread. Wow. So that was because you fade the 70. Yeah. Because okay. there's just no way people get excited by it. I think people bet it like crazy. And, it doesn't happen too often. No. And it, well, of course, it's never going to happen again. If it happens again, I'm probably never watching football again. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably, you'll never hear from me again. It'll be doing yeah. this podcast solo. Um, so I don't know. I, I honestly have no kind of feeling. I don't feel confident, but I don't feel like, oh my God, they're just going to come down and walk all over the bills. I think the Bills have played to a well in the past, but this is kind of a different beast. They they have a run game now. And it's just basically what they have to do is Tua's not getting sacked because he's throwing getting rid of it so quickly. So it's just about clogging up those lanes that mm-hmm. he has to throw through. So whether it's dropping linemen, putting their hands, it's just get your hands up. They gotta you have to start getting Tua out of his rhythm. Because yeah. two when two gets in a rhythm, you saw last week, 16 to 16 at half, 200 yards. Like, like they gotta get to him somehow. Yeah. Um, the Bills don't blitz a lot, so they've got and their front four has been great. They've been getting lots of pressure. So uh, this is where kind of so in the in the years past, the Bills have done this that they'll play the teams like Washington and the Raiders and they'll whoop them. And then they'll play a really good offense and they'll give up 35. And mm-hmm. it just happened all day. Then they'll play three straight shitty quarterbacks. And then they're like, hey, they're the number three defense. But so this is this is why I think they got rid of Leslie Frazier. This is where Sean McDermott, whenever they played a great team, Leslie Frazier's defense just got picked apart. And I think you're going to see a more aggressive defense. I think they can stop the run. I think I think that running game against them is a bit of like an illusion like yeah yeah they got like 400 yeah but there's no way they're doing that again there's no way they that are that good of a running Denver. team yeah in that heat yeah that was still like 90 in the sun dying they're already losing by 40 they're giving up they quit like yeah. there's no way they didn't quit so to think that they're going to be able to just be the, like this dominant rushing i don't see it i think they're way more dangerous as a passing team so i think the bills are just going to say run it on us 
yeah. run it on us. Feel free because you because when you're not when you're running it on us, you're not throwing it down the field to Tyreek yeah. and and Waddle. No. So to me, if I'm the Bills, I'm just packing like rushing three, packing that secondary, and just just urging them to run. The Bills have been good at run defense. They got really good edge guys in Rousseau and Terrell Bernard's looked great coming in. So I don't know. I'm going to pick the Bills, obviously, yeah. but I think it's going to be a shootout. I'm going to go 31-27 for the Bills. Just winning. And, um, but I am scared to death of this game. I don't think I'm going to enjoy any of it. I'm going to be stressed the whole moment because I could see every scenario sure. happening. I can see the Bills getting blown out. I can see the Bills blowing Miami out. I can see it being a close game, field goal. Every scenario is on the table. So, yeah. and, and everyone would be believable. Yeah. I mean, uh, look, the, the things that worry me about this game is the injuries uh, to Buffalo's D. If Leonard Floyd and Poyer are out, ugh, it's going to be. Poyer is out. Poyer is out. Yeah. So you get both those guys. It's going to be very difficult, you know, for coverage. At the same time, though, Miami is not very good stopping the run. I mean, like, you can run the ball up on Miami. So I think Buffalo has a chance there. And also, I think Josh Allen, I'm going to look at him in terms of his rushing yards because I think he'll he'll get quite a few rushing yards against Miami because, you know, the way they're going to try to cover him. The injuries worry me. It is going to be hot, though. It's going to be 26 degrees Celsius. Uh, so, you know, almost 90. It's a nice, nice September football day. It's there. great September football. It's it's going to be crazy in North well, America. Some that, some and that. one other thing too is you do have Jalen Phillips is going to be out for the Dolphins, yeah. which is also huge. He's their yeah. best pass rusher, so that's going to make it a bit easier on Josh Allen's side because he's really been a problem for the Bills the last couple of times. Um, yeah, so I don't know what's your pick. Which I, I've got like? it one. I'm one point away from you. I've got thirty to twenty six for Buffalo. And again, it's going to be, it could be one of those shootouts, but I, I'm i with you. It, it could be one of those that Buffalo could fall behind in Miami and, and you know, yeah. uh, could just Buffalo put on some trickery. Kicked. And my biggest fear yeah. is, that, yeah, they just put up 40 and they're like, oh no. Yeah, <laughs> what so you don't, do? I don't know what's, what you could happen there. And, and you know, it's going to come down to coaching, but it's going to be a hell of an exciting game and yeah. looking forward to watching it. The next game, uh, Minnesota Carolina, not is the opposite of what I just yeah. said. <laughs> uh, Minnesota is oh and three, but they've been a pretty close zero oh, and three. Uh, everyone is trying to rip apart the franchise to get to old Kirk Cousins. Come, come do some dirty for us, Kurt. They're facing a Carolina team whose defense has been falling apart. They're zero oh, and three. Carolina's at home though. Uh, weather will be wet, as we've just seen the remnants of Ophelia. Rocking along the the East Coast there, uh, forty five and a half over under Minnesota favored by three and a half. Um, ugh, where's the motivation? <laughs> it's I mean, crazy like to think Kirk Cousins against this team with Justin Jefferson are only like three points. A lot of it's three, not even three and a half. I've seen three. Oh yeah, and it's like I would bet three Minnesota, but I'm not betting three and a half because yeah, they just look like a team on the verge of imploding. Uh, you have Justin Jefferson who's starting now to start bitching about things. He's mm -hmm. starting to kind of see what Stefan Diggs saw, right? Like yeah. when he's just like, what am I doing here? And I think you're on the verge of like, he could be potentially looking for a trade. You got Cousins, who's who's actually like the number one quarterback in fantasy. Yeah. He's just absolutely chucking it up all year. But he's doing Kirk Cousins thing. He's amazing statistically, and he's 0-3. It's the most Kirk Cousins yeah. stat around. Um, so I this one is a like, Kind of, if they lose this, it's over. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to go Minnesota to win. I think, I don't even know. I think Dalton, is Dalton still playing? 
It's going to be Dalton playing. Uh, I think that uh, they said there's injuries uh, for Bryce, uh, but also the big thing is the injuries on the defense. There's quite a few injuries. Uh, Luvu, uh, who's like one of the big hearts of that Carolina defense, he's out as well. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I just don't, yeah, and I just don't like, they don't really have any weapons. Like, if Adam Thielen's your number one, like, yeah. you're in a lot of trouble. You're in a lot of trouble this year. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to go Minnesota to win. I'm going to go 24 to 17. 23-17. So, okay, six-pointers. I, I mean, this one, they're both sort of suck, but here's the thing. I, I think, you know, especially with Carolina having those two injuries out, it could be something that Minnesota scores at will. I also don't trust Minnesota's defense, though. You know, maybe they can just get the ball run on them. I think actually pick Carolina, because they're at home, they're going to cover this one. It's going to be sort of ugly. I've got it as a two-point game. I've got Minnesota 28, Carolina 26. Um, Panthers cover, ugly game, mistakes. Hey, let's uh, head to Chicago. Taylor Swift will hey. not be there. Uh, hey, she will man. not be there, everyone. I know a lot of people uh, were hoping to get Taylor Swift. We are not. Uh, Kasha or Keisha we're going to get, apparently. I don't know. Um, Denver is 0-3. Uh, Chicago, 0-3. What? We're 0-3? I thought we won some. <laughs> we didn't. Uh, Broncos, favored by three, uh, over under 46 in this one. Uh, everyone is looking forward to this game, I think. Um, yeah, well, of course. Yeah, Justin um, Fields has not been able to get it. Uh, Broncos cannot stop the run. They can't generate pressure. Um, they both sort of suck, everything all around. How do you like this one? Um, well, I feel like I'm a, I'm a bit uh, weird. Like, I really kind of want to bet this one, but I also have no idea. Because you kind of want to bet the team that gave up 70 is going to play better, mm-hmm. right? So you feel like if what motivation do you need them being humiliated on television to for the next week to then go up against a team maybe worse than you yeah. and to not win would just be scandalous, especially for someone like Sean Payton, who they, they gave so much to give up to get this genius yeah. um, who's who gave up 70 points. So I think for me, but then on the other hand, uh, you're the Bears. Do you really want to lose to the team that gave up 70? Yeah. So it's like you kind of be like, we can't lose to these guys. They just got. So, but my inclination is to go that shame trumps pride. So I'm going to go with the team that had pure shame on them all over their faces. Just a load of shame blown all over. That's both of them, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Both of them. But I and I'm gonna go. Yeah, I I'm gonna go with the fact that Russ actually isn't playing like terribly. He's playing yeah. better than he was last year. He's like the fact that Court and Sutton fumbled it twice, you know. And there was that one point they were kind of moving it and they were in that game, and then all of a sudden it just went nuts yeah, there was near no the way. end of the second yeah. quarter. Like they were actually kind of in. They just kept fumbling and moving, but they were moving it, and that was the thing. You can move it on Miami. So yeah, and the Bears can't really feel like they haven't shown they can stop anyone. They haven't shown that they could even move it. At least Denver has shown like, hey, they can move the ball. Russ can throw it down the field. Like Fields has done none of that. So until I see, like he might be able to have a game, a good fantasy game where he runs for 100 this game because of what happened last year. I think that's the only way I see it. Yeah. But I'm, I'm going to go with Denver to win. I think that I'm going to go 24-20. I think Denver wins this. I just think that embarrassment in Sean Payton his kind of ego and just all that happened is not going to let it happen to lose to the bears after giving up seven. 
<laughs> yeah, All right, look, it's both they're both suckety sucks. I mean, when you look at it, both teams, you know, gave up over 100 points, 120 points almost in one game. Yeah. Um so um the D um nobody's riding that D. Um <laughs> it's Chicago at home and, and you know, I think a couple of things. Nate Davis is back, which helps on the offense. Going to give a little bit more protection. I am worried that Eddie Jackson and Jalen Johnson are, are going to be out. So, I mean, because you've already got a horrible defense and you lose two of the, the better guys. Um, Again, though, they're both, they're both horrible defenses. So, uh, you know, I think that in Chicago, it's been resonating enough. All right. You've been screwing up. You've been choosing the wrong plays. We suck. We're horrible. If you don't fix it this time, heads heads go. Everyone's heads on the chopping block. So I well, think now then fresh- it hits. Yeah, then it hits like go for the number one pick after this. Well, now it's can't just, get it done. Yeah, but we just, we just lob then. heads, you know, and just sort of try to figure it out because you come in there with all this expectation and to come in there 0 and 4 and just looking like the absolute freshest turds uh, in, in the yeah. in the porta potty, you go, yeah, it's not going to happen. So I got Chicago winning this one by two. Wow. I got a 24 22, uh, ugly, fugly, juggly, but we get it done in the end. I want to bet it, but then I don't. So I'm probably yeah. going to maybe do like a little like crazy bet and just throw this one in there. Crazy bets. Speaking of crazy bets, let's uh, go to the AFC North where Baltimore is two and one. But man, they are injured. The Odell Beckham is out as well. Again, um, more injuries. Um, they're two and one and they're facing a Cleveland Browns team who's two and one with a defense. That is crazy. Browns are two yeah. and a half point favorites in this one. 41 points is the over under. You've got a Baltimore Ravens team with a depleted offensive line facing Miles Garrett and that Browns defense. And, you know, Deshaun Watson, he's starting to sling it a bit. Um, you know, um, so it's being interesting to see with Cleveland at home. 41 points over under two and a half. Ryan, how are you, how are you going on this? Oof, yeah, this is tough because Lamar has actually played Cleveland really well over the years. He's, dominated them pretty much um the last bunch of times but again yeah this defense only got up 10 points and i think like some of those points were like a defensive touchdown yeah. <laughs> if you take those away i think two of them they when they pittsburgh game they got two defensive touchdowns or something so they're only averaging like six points a game to teams it's just it's just yeah and miles garrett just looks like an absolute monster looking like he's defensive player of the year so far um but yeah, I'm going to go with Cleveland. I think the fact that that defense, with all the injuries, it's going to be tough for Lamar. Again, even Gus Edwards going down, mm-hmm. I think, with a concussion last week. So they're really down to Melvin Gordon coming back from the dead. I just, uh, I think I'm going to just, I think Lamar is just going to have a tough time. The fact that they could barely move it against Indianapolis last week. Yeah. And like, what chance do you have against Cleveland? I think, especially. You know, there's a rivalry of Cleveland. You know, Baltimore is there, the old Browns. They always yeah, take yeah. this game. They definitely want to put a beat down on them. So uh, they stole our team. So they're going to steal steal their souls. So I'm going to go yeah. with Cleveland to win. Um, I, I think it's not going to be a, a 2017. I don't think it's going to be a high scoring game. Uh, yeah, I'm with you on this one. 23 uh, 20 is what I've got it for Cleveland as well. Um, I mean, obviously, when you look at the injury reports that come out first and you go, man, there is no chance for Baltimore because they're down like you know, even every game. They just lose more and more and more until pretty soon it's just going to be the third string. I think they're getting Ronnie Staley back and Tyler Linderbaum, which is going to help, you know, at least give them a, a bit of a front uh, to at least protect Lamar. Um, it, it's going to be up to Lamar to run. You know, I think it's he's going to have to yeah. scramble pretty much for dear life. 
You know, it's it harkened back to uh, Geno Smith. Oh, my God. You know, when you saw him just uh, coming at you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Aaron like, it's terrifying. Yeah, Aaron Donald. But it, it, having Miles Garrett, the same thing. Oh, my God. You're going to die. Um, I, I like Cleveland here, though. They're at home. And I think that what they can do is get that running game going and balance it. They've got more of a balanced attack. But, you know, I think Baltimore, again, playing that feistiness, they will keep it close. But at a two-and-a-half-point spread, I like Cleveland to win by three. Low-point game, low-scoring low game as well. We head off to Houston, where the one-and-two Texans are playing the two-and-one Pittsburgh Steelers. Two-and-one, though. I mean, the Steelers are sort of lucky to get by where they have, I think. Yeah. They are three-point favorites and a 42-point under over-under. And let's just think, you know, like, you know, even Houston's, they're one-and-two, but, man, they've been playing people tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, you know, the quarterbacking issue, the running game and that defense. Um, so it'd be interesting to see, I mean, Kenny Pickett was, has not been looking that great. Um, I mean, obviously yeah. he's played the 49ers and the Browns defense. Uh, but this week, uh, who, who doesn't know that? You know, but even last week he tough. played the Raiders, he played the yeah. Raiders and he didn't have a great game. You know, he wasn't slinging it around the field. So the fact that he couldn't do it last week against the Raiders, I, I, I just don't see it happening again against uh, yeah, a little plucky Houston team. Uh, yeah. they're, they're kind of fun. And again, they're going to be in every game. So I'm, I'm going to go with a little Houston upset. Yeah. Uh, just because I even though I don't even think it's that much of an upset. I think they're playing better. I'd like to see him get David Pierce involved, but yeah. I've had to bench him in fantasy now. He's just he's just not dependable. Yeah. To, but Alvin Kamara is back, so I, I think I'll be all right. Um, it, I, I think Stroud's been the best quarterback. I think it, he's playing better no than interceptions. Pickett is. Yeah. Yeah, no interceptions, playing really strong. Again, he's now going up against a D, like someone like TJ Watt, who can really yeah. wreck the game and kind of make you make a lot of mistakes. So I probably anticipate his first interception coming today, but I think they can win this on a nice mm-hmm. low-scoring game. Uh, I'm going to go 21-18 uh, for the for the Texans. A little upset. Yeah, I got the Houston Texans 24-20. to 20. Um you know, it's it's Stroud has been playing, you know, he's looking good. I mean, of all the the young guys, um, and it's just that defense that's able to to sort of put the pressure on him. Pittsburgh, they just they're so inconsistent. You know, like the Packers are damn inconsistent. We could see that on Thursday night when they just got absolutely smoked, which was fun to watch. Um uh, but yeah, I just I think Houston playing at home, it's gonna be a bit sweaty, a bit ballsy hot down there. And you know Pittsburgh's two and one, but this is going to be a real tough one. I've got Houston winning this one, twenty-four to twenty. Um, Indianapolis is another team that people uh, in the dirty South people thought, oh, but they're two and one. They're two and one. These Indianapolis Colts, and they're one-point favorites yeah, over no. the former Super Bowl champion L.A. Rams and Puka Tuka Naduka or whatever. Two-two Atwell. Two-two Atwell. They got the great team names. They've got some stuff. Anthony Richardson is supposed to be back uh, two weeks after concussion. This kid is lighting up in fantasy. Uh, he's he's pretty good, you know. When you look at it, yeah, uh, it, it's an exciting little little change for them. And and of course, Minshew mania to back it up. It's no Taylor Swift mania, but it's pretty close. Well, Minshew mania is always higher in my heart. It's than, I. Than, it's it's always. I am more of me. a. I am more of a Minshew maniac than a Swifty, definitely. Yeah, no doubt about that. Um, I don't really want to talk about Tennessee. We should we should have a, like a thing. It's been said in every other <laughs> podcast news organization. We should put a more moratorium on the word on on 
Cat, say something negative about her and see see what her fans do. <laughs> yeah, they'll disembowel your house. Uh, kick, love you, off. love you. Our podcast, uh, but let's talk off football, yeah. uh, So Rams, Colts, uh, they're, they're in Colts, but the Rams. I mean, oh man, you know they had that first game where they looked so good, and and now they've struggled. Um, how do you well, find them? Kind of a little fun team, like Tutu yeah. Atwell's really good. To Pukua, uh, whatever his name is, Takuna Matata, he's been amazing as well. They, their defense has been quite surprising. They're kind of in games, like even with that Cincinnati game, they were in it till the end, pretty yeah. much. Still lost nineteen sixteen. Um, and again, you still have like if you think about it, like Matt Stafford versus Anthony Richardson. You still and Stafford's been really well this year. Mm-hmm. He's thrown it around the field. With considering he has no real weapons, he's playing great. They don't have a running game. This Indianapolis defense is good, but oh, it's a tricky one. Again, Richardson coming off the injury, I don't, I don't, I think he could have one of those like sloppy rookie games. We're kind mm-hmm. of waiting. No one's really had that ugly kind of game. I don't know if he'll have it or if he's learned his lesson. He might get injured again. For yeah, like third game. three out of four games, which is not a great uh, start to your career. So I'm gonna go with a little Rams, little, little sneaky Rams win. Um, I don't. I'm not betting this is a stay away for me completely, because yeah. uh, I have no idea what's gonna happen. Uh, I don't see any real high scoring games this week, really, except the Bills one. Uh, so I'm gonna go 21-20 Rams. Ooh, I'm pick, okay. oh, little, not, uh, yeah. yeah, a little cheek. Um, yeah, yeah. My my thing, I, I guess, couple things is um, looking at the you know the Rams last week. Um, Man, in the, in the loss to the Bengals, their offensive line was looking horrible against the Bengals. And I mean, you look at it, they, he lost two of his members of offensive line, uh, six sacks, can only get nine points. Yeah, but Stafford's never had an offensive line. He's used to getting beat. Yeah, you know? but you've got two, two, Puka and Tyler Higby. I mean, I don't know how they're going to really face against his Colts uh, Colts game as well. I mean, Anthony Richardson is back. Uh, he's he's practicing up. The other thing that sort of gets me in this one is the Rams only played on Monday night. They played late Monday yeah. night, and now they've got to play a 1 p.m. game. That's uh, on the East Coast. Uh, that yeah. messes with you. Yeah, that could. So that I could. think that I think the timing of that. I mean, you only had four days. You lost a whole bunch of guys in four days, and now you got to play again at a one o'clock. I think it's too much for him. I think Indianapolis wins 23-18. Uh, I like them in a little bit of a beat. Uh, we go now to the South where the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are two and one New Orleans saints are two and one. The saints are three point favorites and a 41 point over under low scoring affair in this yeah. one. Uh, doesn't look Pick like the they're... under Pick the under. Yeah. It looks like Jameis Winston, uh, will be playing. Doesn't look like Derek Carr is going to be playing Alvin Kamara back, but is he going to be ready to play? Um, yeah. Tampa I, Bay well, I, is I, not I been, you know, no, I kind of like. I think this is kind of a little fun game because I think um, it's like Jameis Winston's Geno opportunity, yeah. right? Like this. Oh, there's, is, yeah, this there's is four like, teams. Are apparently, people have like retro. This is like retribution games this week. Yeah, like everyone's got to even like Baker. Like everyone's yeah. kind of playing for something. Like if and again, the fact that Carr hasn't had Kamara the whole year, so Geno's or sorry, I'm not even calling him Geno. Jameis is going to come in with with a healthy Kamara who hasn't really had mm-hmm. any no injuries coming in. Probably looks and again, what a great little safety valve for your first game if you're James yeah. Winston. Just dump it off to Kamara, let him do his thing. You just get those stats. Um, I think I think they got I think with that defense again, but then Jameis has got to just 
Jameis is going to do Jameis things. He's going to chuck it. He's 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 crazy with the ball. He doesn't really care. He just throws 30 interceptions one year. <laughs> so yeah. I see Jameis going like, this is my one shot to to get a job again. I got a, I was the number one pick. I threw for 5,000 yards one year. And you got Alave. You got yep. Kamara coming back. Going up against, you know, a team that's that's not, you know, like not going to put up a lot of points. So you don't have to feel like you got to put up 40. Um, so I'm I'm gonna go with a little. Shut that on Jameis. This feels wrong. Uh oh. Um, I'm gonna bet on Jameis. I'm gonna just feel the Geno love and hopefully a little redemption arc. I'm feeling okay. I'm feeling generous. I don't think it's gonna be a great game. I'm gonna go 24 22. Uh, for so Tampa to cover. Tampa okay. to cover. Oh, yeah, okay. I think I think it's gonna be a really close game. Ugly. Uh, but yeah, I want nothing to do betting wise on this. I just cheered for Jameis to because Jameis is hilarious. Like, yeah. he's, his his little antics before games they're so stupid, and then you watch his his, his celebrations are weird, and he's just a weird dude. And his training videos are hilarious. So I'm going with Jameis over going Baker, the who's, Yeah, he's still just chuck it up to Mike Evans. That's all they can do. So. Uh, yeah, I get, I'm going to go with the sort of better defense in this one. In it, that's New Orleans. Um, after that embarrassing allowance of, you know, when you had the Packers down 17 nothing, foot on the throat, and you just sloppily allow them to come back. Obviously, yeah. injuries. They've they've got to feel that because it's like we had that game and we let those losers come through, and they shouldn't have. Um, so I think Tampa is going to be or, or New Orleans going to be really upset about that one. I actually see them winning by. I've got an 18 to 13 low scoring game. Um, but I've got them winning by five, easily covering it. I, I, I just think New Orleans more, and, and Tampa Bay to me is just a bit of a fraud. They're they're two and one, but not really. Um, you beat the Bears. Moving in, uh, Washington is two and one, and they're facing this the Philadelphia Eagles, who are three and zero. Philadelphia eight point favorites, forty four and a half over under. Philadelphia is getting it done, but as we talked about in the last podcast, are they really? Because it seems like there's still some gaps, there's still some building movement happening here. Uh, you're going against the Washington team. You're playing a divisional rival, um, you know, and, and Philadelphia was able to put up 25 points, you know, last week. Yeah. What are they going to be able to do against uh, this Washington team? It's... And Sam Howell, who took nine sacks against Buffalo. Yeah, right. It's um, it's a tricky one. It's one of those ones like Sam Howell. That was like just got embarrassed back mm-hmm. at home in front of everyone. Everyone kind of like in the way Jordan Love did with Detroit this week where it or yesterday, um, or two days ago, where it just felt like he just he just wanted everyone's just waiting for him to take that step, but he didn't do it, um, and and he just had a kind of a stinker at home like uh, last week. And it, it, the thing is that at least you're playing a division rival. Division rival mm-hmm. games are always kind of closer and weird. They know each other. They know how to play each other. They're always up for it. The fact that what worries me is that. You know, Philly's defensive line is just as good, if not better, than Buffalo's. Yeah. So, and how the problem with Howell is he just holds on to the ball forever. So he's got to get it out. He's got to mm-hmm. throw it out. Dump offs, quick plays, especially that Philly D is going to be coming for him. Um, and there's just something, yeah, you're right. There's something weird about the Philly offense. They're not throwing it as much. It doesn't feel like they can do what they want, like run it and pass it. The fact that they got their Swift, who's mm-hmm. been great on the ground. Uh, I, I, this, to me, this is a stay away. I just don't, I don't feel good about it, but I'm going to pick Philly to win because I think they are easily the better team. Um, 
But I want to see you know AJ Brown have a big game. I want to see them be able to pass it, which you know they should be able to yeah. do against this Washington D. So I'm gonna go Philly to win um 27 to 20. So Washington to cover. Um just to put yeah, I think a push or push Washington to cover. Yeah, I mean I, I think this is the one that, you know, this is the one where Philadelphia has to open up. They're at home. You know, obviously, I think it's going to be a bit wet. If you saw what happened in New York yesterday, uh, the most amount of rain they've had, Philadelphia also got drenched. So the fields will be wet. So we'll see how that happens, but it's going to be sunny today. Um, it's Philadelphia at home. And I mean, I think that when Philadelphia has the benefit of being able to see what was, you know, what Buffalo did to Washington, um, and sort of can go, okay, uh, we'll just follow that. Um, I mean, and I don't think they'll be able to th- just throw it up and in, in, in let Robinson run it either. I mean, uh, you know, the Eagles have really gotten their run game down. So I just think this is a bit of a mismatch. And, you know, I think Philadelphia now is is feeling it. And I could see them winning by quite a bit. I've got a 28-18, uh, 10-point victory, easily crushing through them. Um, this game, man, two teams on the opposite spectrum. Uh the last of the one o'clock games, it's Cincinnati who are one and two. Taking God, on Tennessee. so many one o'clock games. <laughs> yeah, so many. There's only, yeah, only a few. I think it's only three games at, at nine o'clock. There is only three nine o'clock games. Uh, or, yeah. Uh, Cincinnati's one and two. Tennessee, one and two. Bengals by two and a half. Total 41 points is the over under. Um, I mean, Joe Burrow is still looking broken. You know, he's hobbling and, you know, yeah, he won. You got the win. But, man, I don't know. Um and now you've got this Tennessee team who's who's also, you know, got some defensive issues and took a bit of a, a whack from the Cleveland Browns last week. Um, you know, the, the Titans were able to try to sl- slow down the running game, but they couldn't stop the pass. How do you how do you find this one? Uh, this is going to be a, a real one, right? tough I, game. I have no idea. Right. Yeah. Because you, this feels like one of those ones like, like any result is yeah. completely believable because you had. You know, Vrabel, who last week, I, you know, I almost bet it. I was like, oh, you know, Vrabel's going to keep it close. He's like yeah. that good coach. And they go, yeah, like you said, they just got spanked. Yeah. You know, and the fact that they're playing um, a Bengals team. With Bur- and what Burrow are we going to see? Like, I don't know if you they should even play him, to be perfectly yeah, honest Yeah, no, at that you. point, you're, you're in Tennessee. Like, why, why bother? Yeah. Are you sorry? I mean, I, yeah, but it doesn't. It's just you're every, like, I was listening to this one um, other uh, reporter, and he said that, like, every time you put him back there with that calf injury and you let him throw, you're risking it. And he's, yep. the fact that they, they let him throw 49 times last game mm-hmm. and it's, with his calf like that, like that's an ins- insane. You're going to absolutely destroy this guy. And the fact that you, sh- you need to be able to run it. And on the other side, you got, again, you got Tannehill who just looks shot. Like he just doesn't look like he's got it. And then what are they going to do? Cause I think if you're Tennessee, I, I would really consider moving Tannehill like at the deadline. If you lose this game, yeah, and you know you got you got Will Levis and you got um, he's no Kirk Cousins though, and you got Willis and, yeah. and you got so you got two guy potential guys who can take yeah. the reins for the rest of the year and see what you have in these two. And you have teams like the Jets who could definitely take Tannehill. I would take Tannehill any day of the week. Yeah, over, I would too. You know Trevor Simeon, who they just signed. Um, Simeon. Seaman, 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 fighter of the He Man. Um, yeah, um, so I, I'm gonna take Cincinnati. I just think they're the better team. I, I even though Vrabel's I, this is a betting stay away from me, I have no yeah. idea because Vrabel's one of those guys, he's the like all time winningest coach, uh, 
under winning as an underdog in like mm-hmm. the NFL in the last like whatever maybe NFL history. So nobody's an underdog like Vrabel. So but I'm gonna go Cincinnati to win just because you know I think they're gonna keep playing Burrow and as long as you play Burrow, they're they need the wins and they're they are the better team. They have the better weapons. So I'm gonna go with them to win. But again, I don't think they'll put up lots of points. Twenty four to twenty. Yeah, I just I find it, this is a different thing because you know you had a Cincinnati team who who faced the you know the the Rams last week and the Rams don't have the defense that Tennessee does. Uh, Tennessee is going to be putting a lot of pressure on it. They're going to recognize obviously the the limitations that Joe Burrow has, which is really you know going to put him in in limited options. I like Tennessee at home. I like him to win. Uh, and I I could see them after losing you know previously. This could get out of hand. It possibly could get out of hand. I don't know. I've got them to win, though, by two points. I've got it 20 to 18. But I like Cincinnati, or I like Tennessee at home in this one. We move on to the later games. The first of the later games. Everyone wants to watch uh, the Raiders at the Chargers, don't we? Oh, so exciting. Uh, Both teams are one and two. However, the Chargers are five and a half point favorites in a 47 and a half point over under. Uh, Jimmy G uh, is out. Um, unfortunately, for all those Jimmy G lovers, no, uh, is, he? And, is, is he out? Is he not yeah, playing? concussion protocols. Who, so, so who's Aiden O'Connell or something? Brian like that, Hoyer, I think Brian Hoyer. No, yes, oh my God, are you serious? Uh, it's O'Connell is the second. Aiden O'Connell is the rookie, Ugh, but God. I would imagine that they're going to give it to Hoyer uh, because oh he God. is garbage Hoyer. Right. This, but is... I don't know. So I don't know that he because Garoppolo missed um, the practice Wednesday, but there's been talk that he could make it. But he was in concussion protocol. I don't. I can't imagine they would. I mean, but you've got to look at it. This Chargers defense is horrible. It's not what no. they thought it would be. There's no pressure. You know, anyone can score. And while you know Herbert's able to put the ball up, man, it's if you're just getting ping ponged in the back end, how's it going to help you? Still, I if, if Hoyer's playing, I'm betting the Chargers. I'm definitely going to take that because Hoyer's awful. Yeah. Hoyer is bad. If Aiden O'Connell leads, like, what are you doing? Like, you have this rookie player. Yeah. If, especially if you're um, McDaniel, who's basically looking down the barrel of the gun, that's his job. Mm-hmm. And, and at least if you found that you got this fourth rounder that you, or I think he was a fourth rounder, that you could kind of turn into something. He had actually a pretty good preseason, from what I remember. Yeah. And looked, looked decent. And it's like, if they play Hoyer out there like, against Herbert, there's no chance, regardless of how bad the D is playing, because they're not going to be able to move the ball. Brian Hoyer was never really been able to move the ball. And it's, I remember like when he was the Pats backup and every time he came in, it was got just, them rings. It was just like that. Does he? I don't even know if he I'd does. I imagine he's he got might. a few rings, Jimmy G. Just he might like have one. Yeah. He might have one. He might have one. But anyway, um, I think the fact Cardinals, I'm uh, sorry, the Chargers, the only thing that really sucks is um, the fact that they lost Mike Williams. They don't have Eckler. So again, he's going to be even with less weapons. But to me, Herbert just—I'm going with Herbert over any of those quarterbacks all day. So I'm going to take her, them to win uh, thirty to twenty. And I don't yeah. even know how they're getting twenty, to be honest with you, the Raiders, if they're playing Brian Hoyer. Well, I mean, because the the Chargers can't stop the run, and if Josh Jacobs just goes off for you know 150 yards, it's going to be very difficult uh, because that Chargers do have those defensive gaps i'm with you on this one i i don't see i mean you should put o'connell you should give him a chance you know if jimmy g is still a bit sore why why rush him back uh when you're one and two 
You know, the, the other thing is, too, is you look at how how deep balled Chargers got. If O'Connell can find Devontae Adams, you know, where's, how's that defense going to stop him? It's really difficult. The Chargers well, cannot just, stop. All you have to do is throw it up to Devontae Adams. He takes care of just the chuck it. Yeah, just it's chuck unbelievable it with any quarterback. So Yeah. So, I mean, five and a half point spread. I've got at least by six. Um, but, you know, because the Chargers somehow seem to screw it up. I got it 28-22. Uh, Chargers cover. Uh, heading into Dallas, and uh, Dak was not looking good. They're two and one, and they're facing a one and two New England team who'd like to keep things tight. Uh, Tupperware, you could call them. They're seven yeah, point cool. favorites, Dallas is, and the 43 points is the over under in this one. Um, yeah, Dallas uh, at home, they need to get right, but are they going to be able to get right against the New England team who's been playing very tight, whose defense has been very good? Uh, and you saw the mistakes that happened last week. Yeah, it's. This is a tricky one because it's like Dallas is like what a fourteen point favorites, and then they lose to Arizona. So yeah. now they're going up against the defense. You know, Belichick lives for these games, probably mm-hmm. people like Dak because he wants. You know, he got Christian Gonzalez, who's been unbelievable um, as a corner right now. Maybe looking at like defensive rookie of the year, uh, been shutting down everyone. So if he can take CD Lamb out of it, that really limits what they can do. And again, Tony Pollard hasn't looked. Like he's been good, but he hasn't been they dominated the league like I yeah. think a lot of people thought he was going to. Uh, they don't ever have a tight end. They have offensive line issues, so I think the Pats can keep this close. The only thing you worry about the Pats is they have no offense. Yeah, you know the, the Zeke revenge game. I think they're going to pump it to Zeke. I think they're going to want him to get touchdowns. Um, I think they're and he's actually been playing all right. Zeke hasn't yeah. been too bad. Like he's Ramondre's been losing touches to him. Yeah, which you know if you're a Pat, but the thing is. Just Mac Jones stinks right now. He can't move the ball. He has in 36, I think I heard in 36 starts, he has, he has, I don't think he has a fourth quarter comeback or come from behind victory. So mm-hmm. he's had, he's had chances and he just blows it. And I'm, I like Dallas, but I think Patriots can keep it close. So I'm going to go uh, uh, 24 to 20 to 18. So just to keep it in. But I think Patriots cover, but I think Dallas is the better team with better weapons. And Micah Parsons can make Mac Jones make mistakes, definitely. Yeah, no, I'm I I think New England will actually keep this one close. Um, you know, there have been some injuries, obviously. You know, losing Trayvon Diggs uh was not good um for them. And and having a few, you know, guys that went down last week. Um New England, it comes down to the coaching here, and I think New England is just going to jam it into them. Run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, and Cowboys seemed to struggle with that last week. Uh, Connor was able to to blow through them. Um, again, I'm with you. I, I think that uh, seven points a bit too much against the Patriots. Patriots will keep this closer. Uh, so I've got it 21 to 18. Uh, you wouldn't be surprised if uh, it'd be funny if they won, but I've got it 21 to 18. I think Dallas will struggle to contain them. Uh, New England covers. We head down to, to San Francisco, uh, where the 49ers are 3-0. They're hosting a 1-2 Arizona Cardinals team, who was thought to be the worst team in the league. But they are underdogs by 14 points. Uh, you know, Dobbs is, uh, hey, he's, he's been playing. 42 points is the over-under in this one. Arizona has struggled to contain the run, uh, and Christian McCaffrey is coming home. Um, Oof, 14 baby. points is a lot of points. How do you feel about this Arizona after their emotional <laughs> win against uh, Dallas? I mean, it's, yeah, like they're kind of a little fun, scrappy team again. But are they now, is this where they get taught their lesson? You know, like we've been, 
it's it, such a tempting number, right? To be a, the way San Francisco has been moving it. Yeah. I don't see them stopping, slowing down at all this offense, you know, especially if IU can come back, that makes them even more dangerous. Mm-hmm. That defense is going to be coming for Dobbs. So I think this is the day, even though I'm not going to, this is a stay away. 14 is too much. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's too high for me, but I think they are going to win by 14. I think they're going to go up big early and it's yeah. going to be a little, little, so like go up like 20, for nothing, probably something like that. And then maybe they kind of get a garbage touchdown to beat the spread, but I don't even think they'll get to that. I just think the Niners own the Cardinals and they do it even more so when <laughs> Josh Dobbs, who's mm-hmm. been playing good, but yeah. I think it comes to an end here. I think he met his match with Bosa and that defense. Um, and I'm going to go with the big, big win. I'm going to go 35 uh, to 17 for the Niners. So Niners cover the spread. Big yeah. score. Yeah. I'm going to go with it, but I'm not going to bet it. This is still, I'll stay away. I'm real life. I'm not betting this. See, I, I I sort of agree with you on this one. I could see the 49ers building up a bit of a lead and then be a bit of garbage time coming back where they chop away at it. 14 is a bit too much for me, um, especially the way Arizona's defense has been sort of playing. Uh, you know, they're playing with nothing to lose, which can be tricky. So I've got uh, San Francisco to win, but only by 12. I've got them to win 30 to 18. 12-point victory. Uh, this would have been a hell of a game um, when Aaron Rodgers, if Aaron Rodgers would have played, but Rodgers, Mahomes, and said it's Rodgers, er, sorry, Mahomes and Wilson. Uh, Kansas City is 2-1. and one. The Jets, 1-2. and two. All not happy in uh, the New York Jets uh, land. Uh, Zach Wilson taking a lot of the blame. Nine and a half points, Kansas City's favored in a 42-point over-under. Uh, Jets are at home where it has been sloppy and wet. Um yeah, man, I I don't know this one. <laughs> but Jet, Jets fans are not that. happy at all. I mean, I'm going my bet against Zach Wilson strategy. I'm going to keep it going this mm-hmm. week. I think, in fact, it's only nine. I feel good about. Yeah. Um, I think especially after Casey put up forty. Um, this team again, they're broken. They're broken. And if Zach Wilson, like he's Zach Wilson's going up against a good defense, like yeah. with Chris Jones, who can make his life hell. So I just don't see it getting any better. I don't think they're going to be able to move the ball up and down. And their defense, which has been good, you know, hasn't been the generational defense that they said they were going to be mm-hmm. at the beginning of the year. And I think probably losing Rodgers took a bit out of their sails. So you kind of give them that. But how could you bet on Zach Wilson to cover anything? Like, yeah. he, he's terrible. And this team looks like they're screaming at each other on the sidelines now. And you're watching the only thing is, I think they're bringing Rogers to the game. He's just gonna, like, yeah. he's gonna be like Caesar, just raining upon rickety them crickets thumbs, on the side with his yeah, with his thumbs down when he yeah. puts it up when they look to him when they look to him. But I'm going Mahomes to cover this. I I can't see Zach Wilson scoring any points. I don't think Mahomes puts up 30 or anything like that. So I'm gonna go 27 uh, to 14 for the Chiefs. Um, I think it would be hilarious if uh, Aaron Rodgers, uh, one of the players in the Chiefs, runs into him on the sidelines. Uh, oh, he's injured yeah. even more. Oh my God! Yeah. Why did they even bring him out to the sidelines? He, he gets, Hardy he gets hurt on the on the sidelines of of MetLife Stadium. Um, I cannot see any way that the Jets score. I can't. I, I just I I, yeah. I could see them being shut out, but I've got them getting six points in a twenty six to six beatdown. I. Maybe the field goal, you know, um, yeah. but, you know, I just I can't see them. I just this defense has gotten better from last year of Kansas City. 
offense is still struggling, but you know, the, the, the Jets have that shutdown run. Patrick Mahomes is going to just chuck baseballs around. What are you going to do? They're going to lose. Bad. Last game, Monday nighter. Oh, stay up for this bad boy. Seattle's two and one. The Giants are one and two, but they're one point favorites over the Seahawks. They're in New York. Uh, 45 points is the over under. Anything, you know, both the New York teams have been disappointing. Um, how and you've been sort of hot on the Seahawks. How do you well, feel? How do you find they're gonna do? Yeah, I'm well, I mean, the Seahawks are I like I like them this game. I'm gonna pick them to win. I just again, the Giants just if, if Saquon's not a full street steam, I they mm-hmm. just don't have the weapons. They don't. We're at least with Gino, I'm betting on DK Metcalf and, and Lockett and Smith and Jigba and Kenneth Walker. Like there's all these pieces that are much, much stronger, even though they yeah. don't have a great defense and they can get uh the ball thrown on them, basically. But I again I think Dayball's good, but he can only do so much with with nothing. Um and, and I think Gino's basically just got too many weapons. They're a better team. The Giants were a good little story last year, but I think we kind of all talked about that that was just like one of those fun years and now you get kind of brought back to reality and i think this year has been a bit of reality and i just i think seattle's just going to be able to take care of business again to me this is a stay away uh, i wouldn't the fact there's only like one the point's yeah. like one is it yeah, yeah one point. so i'm not yeah this to me is an absolute pick them i think i could see either way but i'll go with the more weapons better run game and i'm going to go with seattle to win uh 26 23 I'm I'm going against you on this one. I just find the Giants at home. I mean, there's still so many injuries that were going on. Both the teams sort of suck. Um, but then you know, I, I the Giants have a horrible defense. The Seahawks have a horrible defense. I don't know. I I, I just I'm going to go with the best of the worst, and I think it's New York. Uh, and I'm going to I have them winning 28-26. Both garbage, putting up a lot of points on each other because they both suck and they're going nowhere. That's week four, everyone. Huh? Week four. Uh, if you are going to London game, have fun. There looks like lots of tickets available now if you've gone on the book of face. Um, because a lot of people are not being able to make it down for uh because the rail strikes and the tubes and all that. Thanks. Sons Thanks to all the rail unions uh for making the NFL even fun again. That's it for this uh episode, folks. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Hope you enjoyed the game. We'll be back with a critique from week four next week. Uh, have a good week. <laughs>